Welcome back, everyone. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Emily, along with my co-hosts. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jared, a.k.a. Mama J. For tonight's episode, we will be discussing the movie adaptation of My Sister's Keeper and how well we thought the book crossed over to the big screen. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. I think it crossed over really well. I loved the movie. I, you know, sad bitch hours. I cried a lot, you know, (laughs) and I love like, oh my gosh. So when they go to the beach and that song, it feels like home came on, like, did you just ball? I I just bawled. bawled and I'm just like, I have to go find this song. And it's like, and I actually have a playlist called sad bitch hours. That's private. And I'm like, yep. Me and I'm too. like when Whenever when I have those cry, I listen to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm just like oh like yeah but um <coughs> I like the ending of the movie a lot better than I like the book. And I we're going to we're going to get to the ending. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're not but there I'm just yet. I'm just saying, you know, like how yes, it moved yes. from book to screen. I'm like yeah. the screen did it justice for me. For uh me Stephanie? Well. So you thought it was good stuff? Yes. Well, I mean, like, it's super sad. I don't like sad. You know, I don't like sad shit. But, like, it was it was what I wanted in the end. You know what I mean? Like, yes. not completely, but it you just... It was the hope I was looking for from the book that I didn't get at all, and I got it in the movie, and it just made me feel better about it than, you know. Well, it's the- like I mentioned in the last episode, like, I love beaches and, like, still magnolias and terms of endearment. It's like it followed the course that you expected and it gave you the ending you wanted. And it's like, and there was like that feeling of hope and it's like, there's still life. Like, I mean, and you honor people in a certain, like still Magnolias. Yes, the mom died. It's horrible. But a piece of her lives on in her kid. It's like in this one, I, I know we're not talking about the ending yet, but it's like, the what you know what did happen like and where they go visit that one is it in montana that they go to at the end of the, the movie the mountains yeah in the mountains the mountains montana. and that lake mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's something special and i'm like oh like here's the feels right and it just left you with like yeah stuff's bad but in the end there's hope like some some kind of hope yes she wanted that pain and suffering to end and it did and yes the other daughter wanted her control over her own body and in the end you get the mom seeing she still has these two awesome kids and she needs yes she needs to be there you don't the mom is like and where you don't see it as much in the book like in the movie there's redeeming moments i think for the mom Mm-hmm. And where and you like see her dad, as more more of a human than just human. on and like, pilot tunnel vision. And like with the dad, like I didn't feel like he would like he knew it was wrong and like he was that way the whole time. Right. But he went along with it for as long as he could. And then like I like I say at the beach scene, I love it because he finally took a stand. He's like, You're either coming or we're getting divorced. I'm done with you. 
you're either part of the family or you're not. This is it, bitch. Like, yeah. here we go. Yeah, he grew up here. <clears throat> he sacked up finally. Mm-hmm. I see Emily's face, so I just want to ask. <laughs> Emily, do you not feel the same way that we do? <laughs> Does my face that obvious? Oh, um, oh, we have a we no. have a new bitter Betty. Let's dive I, in, bitter Betty. <laughs> I am. I I am a little bit bitter about this, but okay. Over overall, yeah, I was impressed. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. swore up and down. For years, I, I read My Sister's Keeper years ago. Right. That I would not watch the movie. Watch the movie. Because of the way they did the ending. Cause it, okay. I remember and, that. And we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but I am glad that I watched it. Because I do think that it crossed over really well. I was I was really actually impressed with it. Minus the ending. Um, I, I mm. felt like it was captured on screen. It was sad. Like you said, the point on with the beach and stuff, like I do feel like it captured the book pretty well. And so I'm not completely and utterly bitter about it. It's just towards the ending that I am. And I, I will tell you why when we get to the ending. So by now, hopefully you've read it because we are going to ruin the ending in this one. Yes. So you will find out. I, I have sure. to say, we can't talk about so it the, without ruining the ending of this. So that's so true. Um, so the one thing I didn't like in the book, I don't, is um, in the book or the, the movie? whole. Oh, excuse me, the movie. I'm still stuck on the book because <laughs> I was thinking book. Um, because we were talking. We were talking. About I did not. <laughs> so I did not like the 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 mini drama that was Taylor like her little boyfriend and they go to prom and shit together. I'm like, that to me was like filler. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, could have done it without happens it. happens in the book, but it's not as like. But it was, but, but it was, it was seamlessly put in. Yeah. It wasn't like, like in the movie. I feel super... like they interject and it's like, yes, I know she needed to have someone who was kind of go like who was going through what she was going through. She got to have her special moment. And I mean, it hits you in the fails when she t- asks her dad, am I pretty? And yeah. so, I mean, yes, I understand. But I also didn't like that he died like literally the day after they had sex. I'm like, that is so yeah. cliche. Well, did they have sex? Because she, she said we didn't have sex, but they did things, mom. And like, yeah, I guess they totally true. chittied. They totally but you come can't on. change my mind. Yeah, can't change my mind. No, but the fact that they kill him off right after that is like, I know I, that's horrible. I just, and like, I felt for her. She's like, I don't see how, me back. but I don't see how they didn't. I mean, I do because I mean, I've like I said, I've, I've had family members who died who have died from cancer, so I know how that process works. It's, but it can be a for somebody to be feeling that well. And then out of nowhere, just be like, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's it's yeah. just, I thought it was cheap. I thought it was cheap. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it just, <laughs> they it had just to, Emily, that... they can't make it like a six hour movie. They had, to, they had to make it abrupt. It has to be quick. But everything has to but be it was paced. pretty much like that in the book, though, too. Like he dies. But it was too jagged in the movie. After. That's what I felt. Yeah. It was like, like it wasn't seamless. We, like, like it fast said. forwarded the timeline too fast. Yeah, it wasn't me. seamless. They could have made it yeah. in the movie and not. I don't know. Like, and then, 
And then it's like they didn't I don't think they put it in the movie, but in the book, her mom won't tell her that Taylor died for like the longest time. She won't tell her. No, in the movie, she, she kind of had that heart to heart with but, her right yeah, away. Yeah, and in the movie, she puts it off like for a, a really long time. Be- or in the book, she puts it off for a really long time because she thinks that Kate will give up. So yeah, well, that it's was like, that was a little different, dude, but it wasn't bad. Your dude is gone. You know what I mean? Your dude is gone. Life is shitty. Like I'm a depressed yeah. bitch, so I'm already oh, at yeah, the point I could that totally I'm just see her like giving up and not wanting to do it. I'm like, I'm try and fight anymore. Out, guys, I like I had sex. I'm good. I'm done. Good go. Goodbye. I experienced everything. We're good so. to go. Uh, so, Jared, if that was your least favorite. Oh, you said your favorite part was the beach. So, Steph, did you have a favorite and least favorite, not including the ending? I, well, yeah. Um, I mean, the ending was a big one for me. But I liked the lawyer <laughs> who was played yeah. by Alec Baldwin, right? Yes. Yes. yes, and I. I think that was a good cast. Yes, I did. I, so did we'll I. get there. That's what I was we'll get say. there. <laughs> like he was, he was really good playing the lawyer, and I really loved that. You know the way that he portrayed the illness that he was going through, and that he he made it so like she understood. He knows what it's like not having control of his body, so like he really wanted mm-hmm. to do this for her. And I'm like, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, my God, like there's someone fucking looking out. You know what I mean? Like, I just that was a heartwarming moment. And for me, being a sad bitch, like this was just sweet. It was a sweet moment. So I liked it. It was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a good one. He was he made the movie really good. Um, Well, I, I agreed with Jared that my least favorite part was kind of how they overdid the Taylor thing and then like the whole like oh you chittied now you die I just Fuck, I, I wish that was like life I, said, I just bro. didn't feel like I wish that was life once you have sex you just die three pumps and done took a new <laughs> took a new meaning exactly no joke oh. um I can't really think of like a favorite part that stood out so I'm going to kind of agree with Jared too about the beach scene, but more so that the dad finally stood up and was like, I'm doing this. Yeah. This yeah, is what we're doing. And then you can join us or we're done. Like that's it. And he drew the lines and that was it. I can't hear you. Did you see that? Did you yes, have like a you light flash in your room? Yes, I didn't want to announce it on here. That's why I didn't say it. But I was pointing oh, because I'm like, yeah. did you see that? That's yes, I saw it too. It was. It was... I saw it too. I'm just Creepy. praying to God there's not anything super windy. So, oh, maybe I yeah, did see it. Um, but I mean, and just to interject too, like little mini things that I really liked with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved when the mom shaved her head. Mm-hmm. That was. And I mean, even though like the Taylor part, I hated, but I really loved when she asked her dad, am I pretty? Yeah. I mean, like, cause you just want that. That was a moment, right? Affirmation. That was like a cute little father-daughter moment. Cause there's that, mm-hmm. yes, father-daughter. And it's like, you know, and for him to, you know, and he just, he leaned into it and it's like, that was perfect. Yeah. Right. And what's I nice is that, that she did I'm like, dad, am I yeah. pretty? Yeah. And, and it's not like that you do to your... you're saying because 
you're sick and you have no hair or whatever like he didn't just say of course sweetie you are like he was genuine about it and so that you like you could feel that coming across and that was really cool um so we're going to take a quick ad break and then we will jump into the characters But it's good because now we're pulling in. We're we're back and now we're back on actor discussion. Actors. <laughs> the actors. So I wrote down the um characters in the book or in the movie in the book, but I did not write down who played them. I have that list. Okay. Uh all I know Sarah was played by uh Cameron Diaz, Diaz and Campbell Alexander, who's the lawyer, was played by Alex Baldwin. Baldwin. And then Anne was by um, Abigail Breslin. I was like, I just drew a blank. But they call her Anna in the movie. Did yeah. they call her Anna in the movie? Okay. They call her Anna. And I, nothing against the actress, but I've seen her in other productions and she bugs the shit out of me. Abigail like Breslin? Yes. So I, I like, like I don't things. have it. I like her in certain things. Like, I don't know who how I would recast her. Because, like, Mm-mm. I only had really one recast out of everybody. Because it's hard to put a kid in there and know, like, oh, I want this kid. Yeah. That was hard. But um, that was the only one I'm like, they could have found someone else. Yeah. Like- it's like, yeah, she's adorable, but she's she's kind of annoying. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I'm- did she play in Garden State? No. There was some no. movie that she played in that was in Little Miss Sunshine or something weird like that. And yeah, I, I Little Miss Sunshine. I think she was in. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I can't in... remember. But she made an appearance, too, and uh, I always remember her from The Princess Diaries, too. Yes. <laughs> and she has this horrible accent and throws out this some words. This is what and dreams like, are made of. Yes. No, wrong song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was not even the right song, Steph. For Princess was... Diaries, yes, it is. That's from the first movie. Oh, that is. Is it? No, I'm pretty Disney sure that's from the Lizzie McGuire. No, Mag- that's from the Lizzie McGuire movie, you guys. <laughs> no. But anyway, tangent of first one. Sing the one from the first one, then. What song from the first one? The one when they dance yes, at the end at the, the ball. The long brown. The singer has long brown hair. Yes, sing it. I, I don't know the, the song, but what I was just saying, you no, know, I, the I'm sorry, has the long sorry, bra- listeners. You're to... thinking of the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, my yeah. God, Emily. Okay. I'm telling you right Let now, it go. go look up Princess Diaries, the video for the first one. They're at the amusement park, right? They're on the carousel or they're by the carousel or whatever the fuck they are. And she's singing for the video, not in the movie the video for the actual song that goes to Princess Diaries. I'm not talking about Lizzie McGuire. Where she Mandy Moore? She's right next to her twin. I know which one that one is. Are you talking about no. Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore. Is no, it Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore sings um, Stupid Cupid, Cupid in the yes. movie. No, it was a different song. It was a song that came out for the movie or the movie was in the video, whatever. But yes, look it up, Jared. So, just somebody look it up. <laughs> okay. I know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, no. Sorry, most random tangent ever. Cut that out. I know. I was like, sorry, sorry to take us on Uh, that. I mean, we'll probably leave it in there. We will. Sorry. (laughs) We'll see how seamlessly this cuts out. 
Yeah, it'll be fine. Just give it a anyway. Pop. But, um, anyways, back to no, Abigail you're, Breslin. You're, you're right. When she did her little feature in Princess Diaries 2 and she had that horrible accent and she was like an orphan or something. That uh-huh. was good. Okay, she was like that four. Was, yeah, yes. But it, like, hurt my, it hurt my soul tragic. still. It, it like, still hurt my soul. God. Like, why did they have to put that part in? Like, for real. But, Judging a four-year-old's acting yeah. skills. But Jesus. I loved her. I loved her in Scream Queens. I she was funny in she was funny in yes, I don't, I don't like that part her. fits her really well. Too okay. funny. Um, I didn't do any recasting because I really actually thought that they did really well with it. Um, I felt the Cameron... same way. Like it wasn't. It didn't. Nobody bugged me. Nobody Mm-mm. was like, "Oh my god, I wish they." The yes. only one I had, and it's and the song is called "Miracles Thank Happen" you. by Myra. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Jared. Not... I'm still right about the other song. Though, so. Fine, fine, fine. But Emily's um. Right. Emily's right. <laughs> But anyway, the only one I would recast, like, even as much as I loved Cameron Diaz, I kind of thought someone who I kind of wanted a little more in the story. And I know just because I've seen her in other sad movies is Julia Roberts. Because, <gasps> like, old. I saw her in Stepmom. And Stepmom you've, you've seen her in, like, Aaron Brock, like, when she brings in, like, that Fury and Aaron Brock, like, I feel like she could have delivered on right. this, she on this part had that, like, if it wasn't Cameron Diaz mentality where it's like nobody's gonna do that to my kid or like yeah yeah well it's hard because like Cameron Diaz I've seen her and like I couldn't get Charlie's Angels out of my mind where she's the ditzy Natalie who is like fun and uh, or bad teachers and and so it's (laughs) or bad teacher or bad you know it's bad teacher it's like it's hard to see her because she's done so many so much of that comedy to see her switch to the drama yeah um so Whereas someone who's renowned in the drama, I I could have seen better. Right, I could see, I could. And see so that, that was the that was my only recast because everyone else was really good, and I have to say I loved Joan Cusack as the judge because she was in a Disney another Disney movie Ice Princess and she was that mom that went to bat, and so like losing her daughter, I kind of thought of that movie and I'm like. She could have been a judge instead of a professor, and this is the daughter she lost. So I, yeah, it fed in for me. But I, at times, it's hard to think of her in that serious because I keep thinking Debbie from the Adams Family too, where she's like, "I'm gonna get you in your little hand too," <laughs> and I'm like, "I love." She's like, I or love like Joan Cusack. I love me her. too. Just me too. Great. I'll watch I know. She's so like she can be serious, like she was in Sixteen Candles, and then you know. She has. She's yeah. just so diverse. I I adore her. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. I think she's just awesome. Uh. So I mean, like other things like that, and like with Alec Baldwin, he was the voice of Santa in the Guardians. So I wanted him to whip out that like bad Russian oh accent and be like, "It's Christmas time." <laughs> so I'm like, so like other and like it just brings that magic in because he's got that kind of like innocence about him to where he could relate Atano, to 11 yeah. year old Anna yeah yeah so I'm like and okay it worked dog. perfectly and <laughs> yeah yeah cute dog I was like, oh my God. and I mean I'm not saying in any way listeners that Cameron Diaz <clears throat> was not a great choice I'm just saying if I recast her it would be Julia Roberts so, that I would have yeah. asked I could see I could see both I was really impressed with Cameron Diaz in this right because i thought she 
she was able to pull off a really tough character um, pretty well. It was. Pretty well. But I, I, I do like that it was Cameron Diaz because it made those light moments even lighter. Yeah. yeah. I think it was. So I think that's, then... that's what kind of brought it in. And I liked, you know, like, I know we didn't talk about her from the book, but I liked the aunt too. I liked yeah. the casting choice. Yeah. There was, I wouldn't change very much of the. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it was, it was really well thought out. I was impressed. All right. They did a good job. Bitter Betty. Yes, I'll say that. Bitter Betty agreed. (laughs) Yes. Because we're getting up into our final part. But now we're getting to the part where I don't agree, so. (laughs) The hard question, which we already know. How did you feel about the book and or the movie ending versus the book ending? Loved, Loved it. it. Okay, so Loved it. I liked Loved it better. This is where Even I liked it, it better. Was, like sad, but at the same time it was like the right person went. You know what I mean? Like I felt yes, at peace because, because she like really she wanted okay, like, like, she was the driving yeah, hold force. Tired. Hold on. Okay. Yes. This is where we spoil it for the listeners. In the book. Yes. Spoiler in alert. the book, yeah, Anne dies in a car accident. Dies, and Kate gets to live because she is able to get the organs she needs from her sister, <sighs> and she oh, becomes a ballet a horrible... teacher, right, or yeah, dancer, like that. A horrible ending. It's not a good ending. It's really sad. It's really depressing. It makes you want to cry. Like it was just like, what it's did a tough she one. fight for? She fought for it's a what? Tough one. But yeah, yes. well, and that it bugged me because. She was the driving force behind the whole yes. emancipation mm-hmm. thing because she was ready to go. And Anna and Anne, you know, was finally getting mm-hmm. her justice. She was finally being, you know, set she free. She was finally being of, heard, yes. I think what... She, well, being heard, but also set free of obligation to, to try and yes. save her sister. Because it, as a sibling move, you like... I I mean, in the first one, I said, yes, you know, I wouldn't force that right. upon my sister. But if but if I was asked, I would totally go to bat. I'd be like, take what you need. Even if you weren't asked, but that was a choice. You would be like, of course, I want to do everything I can because I love them. Yes, you don't even have to ask me. I love them. Right, but But you. It was a willing volunteer where Anne did not have the volunteer. She didn't have that chance to volunteer. It was automatically assumed and pushed on her, which really Mm -hmm. fucking bugged me from birth. But the fact that in this ending. You get the fact that her sister was tired. Okay, was so it ties everything up. On. It's not that it in the movie ending, listeners. If you have not seen either or, in the movie, Kate dies from her leukemia. Anne lives. They become one happy family, and life goes on, butterflies and rainbows. It's well, no, it's not that they become. A happy I don't family. feel it. They no, remember her. And yes, like I didn't her, say they didn't remember her. Rem- but well, no, no, no. But like for, but I don't feel like it was a happiness exactly. and rainbows one because it's, it's still sad. It's a still, still grievance. Sad. Their sister but gone, their daughter's I gone. Feel like it's that, still sad, but at the same time, yes. But it worked better and it for was my opinion. That you could actually come because, to terms with because that child was already so sick and had already fought so long that you can understand she was ready to give up. It. it Yes, it was too go. much for her. She made peace exactly. with her decision. It was, it was, because for me, it was like she made a peace and it justified the whole yeah. story. 
because she was the driving force behind it, wanting it. And then it kind of brought the family together when in the movie, when they all come and the sister's like looking at her brother, smiling, you know, as she's dying saying, Oh, you spilled the beans and, you know, and, and what I loved is it gave the mother, it gave Sarah and Kate a very embracing moment because she was there and it showed them, you know, together it was a resolution like Kate was able to let go. Granted, I don't feel like at the end of the movie, I still felt like Kate resented mm-hmm. Anna, even though it had been some time. And like they went to Montana, mm-hmm. which was one of Kate's favorite places. So like they were still honoring her. But it was that bond that, you know, more than anything, it's like Anna realized she wasn't born to save her sister. She was born to remember her sister live with her sister and have that relationship that continues on and so that for me not to say neat little bow because it's not it's a very jagged cut up bow but it ended in such a way more understandable where I wasn't well not only understand but it left me with that that left me with a feeling of hope I wasn't sitting here mortified because yes I mean the whole time I wished Kate would pull through but when it hit that climax and they realized that Kate was the one driving the force, it kind of felt like I always tell people, it's like when you have the TV way too loud and you feel like you can't breathe. And when you hit mute and all of a sudden you can breathe because there's no more tension. That's what I felt when the truth came out and she was finally said, it's like, I have a freedom and it was a freedom for the whole family. Like each person, got right. a piece of it not just and like Kate with, and Anna. I honestly with my family we have had a lot of people who have passed away and we totally understand death is a part of life but when someone has suffered we right, never wish right, it for when someone, someone young has suffered so incredibly much you can understand and be able to come at peace and say you know what if you're gonna let go that's gonna be you're gonna be in a better place no more suffering it's Yes. And it's your decision. With Anna, she wasn't suffering because of an illness. She was suffering because of her mother's choice. And in the movie, Sarah gets that closure with her daughter, knowing that her daughter was tired and she was ready. So like that was, yeah. it wasn't a neat little bow and it still made you cry. And it still made you feel horrible that this child had to go through that. But you're like, this is real life. And that shit happens. And, you know, it just lets other people know you should make peace while you're here. And more than anything, I feel like it finally respected Kate's decision. Because, like, in the book, I mean, I think I felt like she threw that in there just to save Kate and, like, kind of have. And if you look between the movie and the book, like, yes, the family came together a little better. And it kept the family unit alive longer, Mm -hmm. in my opinion than it did in the book. Cause I think everyone was too shattered in the book to keep, to yes. keep going. You know, it just didn't work out like, yeah, the brother pulled his act together and, but the marriage was strained. The family ties Those were strained. Those are like some things that wouldn't, but, wouldn't be able to be repairable after the loss of a child like that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the, I mean, in the movie, yes. Like there was still a little strain, but I felt more than anything, oh. Like, that's my big thing is like Kate got her wish. She got it. Her She was respected. 
as someone who was old enough to make a, a decision to finally just yeah. let go. So, but now that we've said our now piece. Now it's time for Betty to um... let us know how she. <laughs> no, I know we no, slept I, a lot I, there, Emily. Sorry. No, I think you guys had some really good points. And um, like you said, in the movie with Kate being the one who died, um, it made it a little easier for, like you said, the family to kind of repair their lives and that kind of stuff. But I just disagree with, I, I don't like the ending. I don't like that they changed it. Um, the reason why I say like a nice little bow, like obviously it's not a nice little bow. They still lose a child. It's still painful, all that stuff. But I felt like they did it. For cinematic purposes to have a better And I felt like because they they felt like it's, oh, the kid with cancer, she's going to die. Let's just make it. That's acceptable. And yes, like I said in the previous episode, chances of the other daughter, the healthy, perfectly fine daughter dying in a car accident are slim to none. Like in real life very slim chances that that's going to happen but the thing is that that shit still happens people still die in car accidents completely unexpected and in weird turns of events that person's able to save this person and things like that and um what they i just felt like they took away from the book because she you know, she wrote it obviously. I'm not saying it was a great ending. Right. That way. It was still shitty. But you know, I I would have almost preferred that like both sisters went, because yeah. then they could be at rest with each other. Like Kate died from her <laughs> leukemia and the other one died in the car crash. I'm like, you know I'm what? like, just take them both in. out. Why stop there? Go Jared? meet Why stop go there? meet Jesus. Take the whole family. They all went out together. They all <laughs> There you go. No, no, because Cause I, cause in the book, I want the mom and dad to suffer. I want <laughs> She's like, tunnel I want vision, that obsessive mom. And it's like, and the absentee dad, it's like, you know yeah. what? Karma has to come get you. And like, that's what I said last time. And it's like, you know what? It, you, you, you abused both children. So now you get no children. You get yeah. the son who probably wants nothing no, to do with I you. No, I think maybe choke on my water. So I think that, I think that would have been a better thing ending. Is, and like I said, I think both endings are shitty. Like you don't get good feelings from either ending. Except they still lose a child. No. It no. happens. Because they're know? still dead. There's it, nothing you can do about it. But yeah, they, I felt like they changed the ending because the yes, one was it's easier, easier for people to swallow that the kid with cancer dies. Everybody expects that. Bloody bloody blah. Emily, Let's it's make everybody happy. <laughs> yes. It, it was just and, and I, I like that I totally ending get better. What you guys I, I mean, are like, I we could probably... it gave me hope. Like that's awesome. But being a fan of Jody Picoult and her books, she wrote it that way for a reason. And the fact that they were like, mm, right. no, we don't like it. We're going to make it to where people are, you know, accept it more and, and don't get their feelings hurt by it is what pisses me off the most. Not necessarily that they killed off Anna or Kate in that sense. It's more so that well, that's not, not that, like, how the were... book was written. 
That's not the way right. the author wrote it. That's not how but she it's... meant for it to come across. She wasn't trying to hurt anybody's feelings. She wasn't trying to make anybody sad. Or, well, I'm obviously sad and depressed because it's a sad and depressing book. But the I just felt like they changed it when they didn't need to. Like, like would would you change Harry Potter and like, yeah. oh, we don't want to I... kill off the bad guy, so we're gonna let him live, and the good guy dies. <laughs> Like it just well, it I mean, you sense. can't really say you can't really say any of those kids were for the bad. No, part. I mean, in this instant, you just say like if you've watched someone suffer from leukemia, which I have, and like you've sat by their bed, which yes, I have. That's what I'm saying. Like you've sat, you've sat by their bed, and you watch them go through that, and you just see like their energy is zap and you see how hard they're fighting and you see how hard it is for them to just survive so you you being a compassionate person just go fuck like how selfish am i that i just want to keep them but i don't think like that's i don't understand i don't think that the ending in the book was selfish it's not like it's not like Anne went and drove herself off of a cliff I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that the 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 book was selfish. I'm just saying, like the death of someone like that is more understandable than right the healthy well yeah child who was fighting really hard and that's what I just, and I understand. I felt that. it. Was I understand that. Like but I'm also saying like they didn't. She didn't that I way. feel like the book. I feel like the book was more. The book was more of an ending yeah, that, of convenience for me. Too. I just because it's like I just feel like there's that injustice. And I mean, like obviously, I mean, I do. There's that injustice for all of them. There's an injustice well, no, to her, her as a like, writer. Just the characters, like I think, there's an injustice for all of them in general because, like you said, Anne's fighting so hard to be able to have her say in her life and do that kind of stuff, and then, bam, it's taken away. And then the daughter who didn't want to live necessarily, like she was tired, she was done, gets a second chance at life. Like, I feel like those are all injustices. Right. Whereas with the movie ending, it's like, yeah. Oh, well, everybody kind of just. Everyone. Yeah. Well, I feel like everyone yeah. got what they wanted. I think th- we're like in the in the book. It was more she she had to throw in one more twist. I felt like. You know, it was more of a surprise ending yeah. than a, you know, a yeah. cohesive ending. No, I mean, they shouldn't have probably changed it because, I mean, it is going against the book. But I just felt with the movie, yeah, everyone got what they wanted, especially Kate. I guess, and out of everybody, I, I wanted Kate to get what she wanted. It, is I'm not mad about the movie ending necessarily. Like, I totally understand where you guys are coming from. I think I'm more mad about the fact that that's not the way that it was written in the novel and they chose right. it because they felt like it was a more acceptable <laughs> and socially acceptable route to take. And I think that's what bothered me the most and why I never wanted to watch the movie because like yeah. I don't Did know. They come I've out never and say actually that's seen any it? articles or interviews about it and I was actually just going to say It'd be interesting to see what Jodi Picoult thought. Like, obviously, she probably had to approve it, I would think, unless she sold all. I was going to say, unless she sold the well, rights. Well, not over if she completely. signs over the rights. If, but if 
I've never seen anything. I've also never really looked but, anything um, up. But. Because I did, like, I know that's been, like, a, like, when people change it, I always wonder if there's a controversy having, like, I know I keep bringing up Disney, but having now watched Saving Mr. Banks and learning how much yeah. the author hated the movie, um, it's like, okay. So I looked into it, and, like, the critical response to the movie was that it was a melodramatic, melodramatic, over-traumatized movie that was just aimed at making you cry. That's what people didn't like yeah. and that's why it had a 46% rating well, on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I was just like say, said, that's I a tough movie to have made into a book. Sad movies, sad, or sad I mean a book made into a movie. Because yes, it is like, sad. Nobody wants to be sad. Yeah. And people yeah. prefer a happy comedy or you know some action yeah. whatever. Those are like top picks because they're easier to watch because there's so much sad shit going on in our lives that it's hard enough to get through the day let alone watch something that's going to make you even yeah. sadder. No, but, and I totally agree with that. You, I can appreciate, I can appreciate the, like the whole process and, you know, the artistic twists and stuff. But like at the end of the day, I don't, I don't like any of these. No, <laughs> no, and I, I agree. Like I told you, I still haven't watched Coco because somebody told me they cried and it made them sad, and I don't do that. I'm like, I don't like sad yeah. movies. <laughs> I don't want to cry. Yeah, but that was, was a happy cry. cry. That I, was a happy I, cry. I would like not willingly go out and watch a sad movie. Like I was, I was forced to go watch a Star Wars. I have War, to every and now and then. Like I said in the last sad. episode, I need to cry. But I didn't watch that. So I wouldn't I like if I was a director and this was the book. I don't know that I would be like, yeah, super sad movie. Are you like? Are you like yes, Phoebe who I never watched the ending stuff. of like Old Yeller and uh, all those other ones where yeah, she, she's like Old where she, the mom stops die. it where it's all happy? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I just I don't do well with sad movies because I know it'll make me he cry does. and stuff. So it would not be my first choice to make this book into a movie. So I understand why people were like, this is just aimed to make you cry. But the book was aimed to kind of make you cry, but it was also aimed to make you think of like controversial topics the ethics right. of it controversial and then topics. the inju- injustices that happen with it so like i said earlier it's not so much that i hated the ending that yeah. the movie provided i just hated that they changed it from the book so drastic i guess i guess not drastically but it was drastic enough for me that i was like mm, no not doing that but it's just not something i would watch or pick no I, I don't think this is something i would do again to get <laughs> Stephanie's like right, I did it because right. you guys made me to made me damn it I did I legit did I was telling I was telling everyone I was like I'm having such a hard time getting through this like I read it but like it's still it's a tough ugh. one it still leaves yeah it still leaves you like ugh. just you're like oh why did I do that to myself <laughs> yeah but yeah okay so that, I'm not gonna lie that takes us to our thumbs up or thumbs down Jared? Two thumbs up. I gave it two thumbs up. Because I liked... I, because the ending was what I wanted. Where compared to the book, I did one up and half... And one you got su- the ending. Side. This one you got gave the ending me you wanted. The, the resolve. <laughs> it gave me the resolve. Right. I, did, right. I wasn't left right. feeling I wasn't hollow. left so. sobbing uncontrollably. I was just like, you know what? It wasn't just like 
horrible tears. It was just like, you're happy. You're happy because, you know, she doesn't have to fight anymore. She doesn't have to suffer. Yeah. That's you totally understandable. To suffer. That's like the biggest thing. I get it. So I gave it one thumbs yeah. up and one thumb to the side because I was just like, I didn't want to go all the way down, but I was just like, mm, you know, yeah. I don't like being a sad bitch, Emily. <laughs> Sorry, Stephanie. What did, you, what did you think, Emily? Um, I'm giving it one thumbs down and one thumbs up. Just because, like I said, it just irritates me with the ending. And I've yeah. I, it's, I've always been that the way, ending. like I said, for years, yeah. people have tried to get me to watch it. And when I did watch it with Lacey, I flat out told her, the only reason I'm watching this movie is for the sake of the podcast. If this wasn't a thing, I still wouldn't have watched the movie. And overall, it was a good movie. The actors did really good. Yeah, I thought a lot of it crossed over really well. And it was it was really good acting and everything, but just pisses me off that they changed the ending the way they that they did. So that was that. So, yeah. um, all right, Steph. Well, Stephanie, you want to read us our closing? Oh well, then I, you, it's up to you. I, can I don't read care. It if you'd like Emily, Steph, or you can. Steph is like, I just want to be done with this. I'm gonna pick. All right, I'll do that. The next I'll book I pick, Stephanie, is gonna be sad. I'm so sorry. I legit, I, I do. I want this to be over because, like, this shit makes me so depressed. I am so, so much sorry. Worse. I feel kind of, I feel kind of bad no. making you read it. Well, you could have well, told us no. You're well. fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, clucking hens, let let this mad wet old hen finish it up. Okay. Thank you for joining us for this episode of My Sister's Keeper, the movie. We are a little bit more bitchy. We were a little bit more bitchy about this movie adaption. <laughs> well, maybe just Emily. But overall, it was a pretty good movie adaption. So join us next time where we discuss the version of Little Red Riding Hood you did not hear about in your childhood. Please like and subscribe. You can find us on all major podcast platforms and our email to be where we can be reached is b.bookcoven at gmail.com <laughs> to submit your listeners book recommendations. Also, keep your eye out for our Facebook and Instagram page where you can find a schedule of the books and movies we'll be covering in the in case you want to follow along. Yeah, thank See you. you all next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.